This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Thursday, the 9th of June. In your sport today, Queensland win an Origin Classic. The Aussies seal the series in Sri Lanka. The Rebel Golf Tour begins tonight. And history repeats on social media. This is your sport today. Queenslanders will be waking up a little bit happier than their southern neighbours this morning after Queensland won the thrilling state of origin opener last night in Sydney. The Blues went in as favourites on their home turf, but loose. It was a typical underdog performance by the Maroons. Yeah, and new Queensland coach Billy Slater called it exactly that, a real Queensland performance because the Maroons had to deal with injuries, a late fight back and a huge crowd of more than 80,000 Blues fans to win 16-10. It was 6-4 to four to the Maroons at halftime in a real arm wrestle, but the game really opened up in the second half. Two tries in six minutes to Daly, Cherry Evans and Valentine Holmes put the Maroons 12 up, but a try with nine minutes left to Cameron Murray gave the Blues hope. It came down to the last play, but Isaiah Yo was tackled a metre from the try line as the final siren sounded. Cameron Munster had a hand in everything and he was named man of the match. Yeah, he was everywhere last night. Uh, this sets up a cracking series loose and I hate to say it as a Blues fan. History suggests Queensland are going to be hard to beat from here. Yeah, look, I didn't want to say anything and bring it up, <laughs> but the winner of game one has won 30 of the 40 series. So last night was a massive win for the Maroons. You'll have to go back to 1994 to find the last time the Blues won the series, having lost the first game at home. But coach Brad Fittler was in that Blues team, so he knows what it takes. The Blues might be without centre Katoni Staggs for game two. He didn't finish the match with a shoulder injury and Queensland have their own concerns winger Xavier Coates limped off with a nasty ankle injury and Jeremiah Nanai hurt his ankle too, but he came back on to play. Well, we won't have to wait too long for Origin to just 17 more sleeps until that second match in Perth. But who's counting loose? Thanks for not bringing up the Blues lost to me earlier. Uh, today's <laughs> trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Head there for your Origin news, scores and stats. How many times has Origin been played in Perth? Loose, give us a clue. Well, it's not as many times as you think. All right. Well, find out the answer at the end of the show. To some news now that all Australians can enjoy no matter which state you barrack for. The Aussie men's cricket team has won their T20 series against Sri Lanka with a match to spare. The Aussies thumped Sri Lanka in game one, but loose game two was much closer. Yeah, Australia needed a Matthew Wade cameo to get them over the line in game two. The Aussies sent Sri Lanka into bat again, but this time didn't have their two strike bowlers. Josh Hazelwood was rested and Mitch Stark was out after he cut his finger in game one. But Kane Richardson and Jai Richardson picked up career best figures to keep Sri Lanka to nine for 124. The Aussies never really got going in the run chase. They kept losing wickets every couple of overs and at one stage it was seven for 99. But Wade scored 26 not out to guide the Aussies home in the 18th over. Yep, the Aussies winning by three wickets there. There is one more T20 left. That one's on Saturday at 11.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can watch that one on Foxtel and KO. 
Let's go to some AFL news now because there's been an update to the Melbourne Demons story we had yesterday. Luce, it looks like Jake Melksham will also miss the Queen's birthday game against Collingwood on Monday. Yeah, so as you and Gabs said yesterday, Melksham and teammate Stephen May got into a fight at a restaurant in Melbourne on Sunday night. May was stood down by the club for one game because he was drinking alcohol while he was in concussion protocols. But it turns out Melksham will also miss Monday's game against Collingwood. He's had surgery to clean up an infection in his hand that was caused by the fight, which Demons captain Max Gorn said he was embarrassed by. It also turns out they did quite a bit of damage to the restaurant. Uh, Reports say they broke the reception desk during the fight. Uh, There was a rumour that the fight started because of a sledge over last year's grand final that the Demons would have lost if Melksham had played, but Gorn said that isn't true. It's been talked about for months, but it's finally here. The first event of the Saudi-backed Rebel Golf Tour starts tonight in London. The Live Invitational has drawn some big names and even bigger prize money. Luce, tell us how it's all going to work. So the field is 48 golfers with six Australians and major winners like Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson and Sergio Garcia. The event will be played over three rounds instead of the usual four and the groups will tee off at all 18 holes at the same time to speed things up, unlike just holes one and 10 at most events. Also, unlike most events, there is no cut. So all golfers will get paid regardless of how they play, but they might want to try hard because the winner gets $5.5 million, which is more than any major championship. There is also a team event with groups of four competing at the Centurion Club in London. We get to hear how the PGA will punish members who signed up to play, but Johnson has resigned from the PGA Tour just in case. All eligible players can still play at the next major, the US Open, because the PGA doesn't run the majors. Yes, this is going to be very interesting. The event starts at 11pm Australian Eastern Standard Time tonight. Uh, You don't need a subscription for this one. You can watch it on YouTube and I'll put the link to it in the episode notes. One of the biggest stories of this year's Beijing Winter Olympics was the doping scandal involving 15-year-old Russian skater Camilla Valieva. She was allowed to continue to compete even though her positive drugs test was revealed during the Games but was visibly distraught by the whole process. Uh, it caused plenty of discussion on a number of levels but a big one was about the minimum age of the athletes. Loose, that's now been changed. Yeah, it's going to go up to 17 for senior international events but not right away. The International Skating Union voted 110 to 16 in favour of raising the minimum age and it will increase to 16 next year and to 17 in 2024, which means it'll be in place for the next Winter Olympics at Milan and Cortina in Italy in 2026. The ISU says young skaters are at risk of burnout, disordered eating and long-term consequences of injury from being pushed to perform at the highest level. It says the increase in minimum age is for the sake of protecting the physical and mental health and emotional well-being of skaters. The hope is when young athletes now compete, they'll have a better handle on their emotions and the scrutiny of professional sport. The decision to raise the age limit was backed by 86% of almost a 1,000 skaters, coaches, parents and officials who were surveyed last year. We're heading back to origin, but this time it's got a bit of a political twist. Former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian posted an iconic photo on her Twitter before Game 1 last year. It uh, it didn't go down too well. Uh, loose Berejiklian, she's out, but her replacement is still having fun with it. Social media 
never forget, Sam. <laughs> so in the post last year, Berejiklian is wearing a blue scarf and a beanie and is holding an unopened can of Coke No Sugar and is looking up at a TV in the Premier's office. Now, that was posted at 4pm, but the game didn't kick off for another four hours and it resulted in heaps of memes. Well, <laughs> a year later, current New South Wales Premier Dom Perrottet has done the exact same thing. The coat and beanie are a little different, but everything else is the same, including the caption. Head to his Twitter page to check out some of the banter. It's pretty good. Uh, the Premier did get more likes and retweets, but Gladys smashed him with the quote tweets. I'm not sure who wins that <laughs> battle there. Uh, look, I'll put a link to the tweet in the show notes for you to check out and compare. Time for Catch This, the stuff that's coming up or what has caught our eye. And today, loose a big basketball game in Boston. Yeah, it's the game three of the NBA Finals. Boston are hosting the Golden State Warriors, and it's tied at 1-1 in this series. You can watch at 11 a.m. on Foxtel and KO. Yep, I will be tuning in for that one for sure. Uh, as for today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app, remember to head there for all your State of Origin news, scores, and stats. How many times has State of Origin been played in Perth? Luce, help us out. I said not as many times as you think, and that's because it's only been played in Perth once. That's right, back in 2019, and I can happily say the Blues won that game. Uh, so hopefully <laughs> a repeat in game two, not that we're biased here, Luce. Uh, all right, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Luce, you and I will be back tomorrow. We'll catch you then.